0: Omar Hussein is uh, is is come here to to join us on the podcast, uh, and and me and you spoke what, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I saw your um, uh, your page in uh, Avenue Magazine's Forty Under Forty. And I, I read up a little bit about, um, you know, what you do. You're a dentist, but you give back to the community. You help a lot of people out. And I thought it'd be cool to have a, a conversation with you. And you show up today, and you're straight <laughs> up. I didn't know this about you, but, you, but you're Batman. <laughs> Batman shows up, shows shows up uh, in a black Lamborghini. And I'm, um, I mean, the weather's not really Lambo weather. Yeah. But it it says a lot about you as a, a fun guy that's not taking it too seriously because. There's guys with Lambos I would never actually take it out on the road.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Tons of guys. Even when it rains, some guys don't drive it. so it's like,
0: <laughs> And so what, what, why why are you driving it?
1: I mean, uh, for me, the car was like... Besides the
0: fact that you actually have one. <laughs> yeah. That's a good reason to drive yeah. a
1: Lambo. I need my cost per month to go down, so I need to make sure I hit every month. <laughs> kilometers? Car, right. I mean, honestly, the car for me is just like I got it for me, right? And I bought it to enjoy it. I didn't buy it just to sit in the garage and, like, look at it. I bought it to, like... Take it out and like drive it around mm-hmm. and enjoy it in the weather, right? So I mean, it, there's certain days for sure, like when it's really snowy or icy, I probably won't drive it. And I think in between seasons, like when there's lots of rocks flying around, I typically don't. But I mean, if it's winter, like a day like this, a nice day out, I mean, why not? I'll take it out for sure and just enjoy it.
0: Do you do you hate that it's black? Like, do, do you wish it was a different color?
1: I love I love the I love the because black
0: gets the dirtiest. Though. Oh, it's yeah, matte. It's
1: matte black, yeah. So, so. It
0: probably doesn't show all the. imperfections the way a shiny black does yeah yeah. Yeah. I've
1: always I mean I think those the car like especially the Aventador it's like the angles on it are so like nice and the way they designed it I think even like you know comparing it to like um like a Bugatti or like whatever the way it looks I think it just looks so much better than all Mm -hmm. those cars the way they designed it is so unique and it's so like um uh just so different right than everything else so um, and it matte black on it, I think any color on it really looks good. I've never really been into like the really like, you know, Skittle type colors. I've never been yeah. that kind of guy. It's yeah. always been like really monochrome, like white or black. Yeah. They've been the two that I've always kind of gone with, so.
0: You know what's also nice? Like an army green.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, sorry, like an olive green. Yeah, 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 Is that sort of the same? Yeah. That's yeah. Um, those colors are really standoutish. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? but yeah. But everybody's going with matte.
1: Yeah, lately, a yeah. lot of people, for sure. So
0: you've you've done quite a bit to afford yourself the luxury of being able to drive a Lambo. <laughs> yeah. uh, how did this all start for you? Were you were you uh, uh, did you have a wealthy family growing up, or does this story begin at a very um, you know dark time in life, a very poor time in life?
1: Um, no, uh, so I don't really come from a lot. So my parents um, immigrated to Canada in uh, the '70s into Saskatoon, and so we grew up. Uh, in Saskatoon, but again, were you born here? I'm born, Canada? yeah, born in Saskatoon. Okay, Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one older brother, and then I guess um so. Growing up, my uh, my dad actually got into a car accident when we was really like when I was probably about four years old, and hurt his shoulder. So then he actually couldn't work anymore. He had to kind of go on disability, and then sort of forced uh, my mom to go back to work uh, at night, kind of at Seven Eleven, working the right. graveyard shift, and then she'd would we'll go to school during the daytime, and then take care of us too, and then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just saw a lot of the hard work and stuff with them going through everything. And then they just kind of kept pushing us, me and my brother, to kind of like keep like working and succeeding.
0: Were you close to your brother? Yeah, really close.
1: Yeah. And what does he do? He's a physician, actually. He's an interventional neurologist down at the Cleveland Clinic. So you both took to the books? Yeah, went for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. And you have
0: have a lot of businesses in Edmonton. Mm. Like you have how many locations?
1: Uh, There's 11. Well, so... Uh, there's 11 offices total right now. Mm-hmm. There's one of them's in Red Deer, and then mm-hmm. we're opening another one uh, in Calgary, but most of them are in Edmonton and area.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, and when did you move from Saskatoon? To, did you go to school in
1: Edmonton? So, uh, so I basically I did an undergrad degree in uh, Saskatoon, yeah. and then I did a master's degree here at U of A, and then I did dental school here at U of A. And you then didn't I went not to Toronto? No, and then I went down to Florida for two years in Jacksonville to do two years for the ortho residency and then came back. How was that? It was good. It was that weird. That adventure was yeah, good. Yeah. It was, I mean, living in, like, growing up in Saskatoon and then <laughs> living yeah, in that's Edmonton big- and then moving to Florida is, like, just crazy. I mean, you realize that, like, wait, we're the weird ones living in, like, that's the a Arctic. a culture shock. Yeah. Like, like even you know,
0: more than a culture shock oh, at already being in Canada it's is crazy. And I mean, because you're like, not back home. Your family's oh, not back home. No, no. Yeah. They immigrated I mean, like mine did. Yeah. You know?
1: So being there and like I mean leaving the house with jeans on and then being like holy man it's so hot outside and then coming back and have to change like it's just a mm-hmm. weird like chasing
0: like, AC everywhere yeah, you go. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Like it's a different world, different lifestyle yeah. for sure.
0: And how old were you at the time?
1: Uh so that was when I was um like 28 till right before 30. So okay. was two years down there.
0: When did you start experiencing success was it in your early 30s? Yeah, that probably when, when I came
1: long. I so I opened up my first as soon as I finished school, I opened up the first office uh sort of October 2010, yeah, and then yeah, I mean things just started working right. We were doing things a little bit different than the traditional model out here, yeah. Um, and then I think a lot of it from being in the U.S. and seeing kind of the way the model works down there, kind mm-hmm. of bringing that up here helped a lot. And so I think within like you know a year, two years, three years, it was doing everything was really picking up and things were working. And so we just kind of kept growing and kept going.
0: Good for you. Has it afforded you the the um, uh, the being able to help out your parents in a way where? Um, you're proud that you can, because we were talking about, yeah. you know, not everybody with with you know with the Lambos having the best life on the inside or the for biggest sure. smile on their face. We're all going through shit in in, in some form, you know what I mean. But has uh, having the 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 luxuries to be able to help out your parents in certain ways has that made you happier? Like like oh, truly yeah. feel like you're giving back? For to them? sure.
1: I mean, I thinking about because um, they didn't grow up with any of the stuff. No, that you No. Oh no way. I mean, even for me, I mean. This is all like honestly like it is a dream. Like everything that's happening yeah. now and like the way I live, it's like every day is just bonus, right? And it's like there's no way i even imagined, like things like this could happen in the way my life is now. There's no way I even thought this was possible mm-hmm. growing up. And I mean, now being able to like give back and like um so um for especially like so my dad actually just passed away in uh, February I'm from like, thanks man. It's, he had a how how, how he young. Was, he? Uh they're always young. Yeah, that's why I say. Yeah, he was that. like I mean he he was just about to turn 70 so he actually had lung cancer and then he kind of fought it for about a year and then had to go but I mean he really like um, did everything he did for us and really lived his life as much as he could to provide for us with I mean he didn't buy new clothes for years he like just like kind of sacrificed all his money and was really conservative because he didn't want to take any risks so that we could really get ahead Um, and I mean now being able like at the end of sort of his life being there for him and being able to help him and like provide as much as I could for him and then now being able to take care of my mom and, like, you, you know. Are you close with your mom? Oh, super close, yeah. Okay. So I think, I mean, being able to give back to them and make her not have to worry about anything sort of for the rest of her life and she can kind of relax and, like, you know, being able to buy her, like, That's a know, good feeling. Oh, it's great, man. Being Is she close like, with your kids? Because you, yeah. you got three kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, even getting her, like, a first-class ticket to go back home, right, to visit her family Beautiful. and all yeah. that kind of stuff and, like, taking her – on vacations and things like that and like just giving her like peace of mind so she doesn't have to worry right it's a good feeling right thinking about how hard they struggled and how much they worked and now they can kind of just relax and enjoy it and they don't have to worry about anything do you go
0: back home quite a bit
1: uh i go back home to saskatoon no like back back home yeah no never why you know last time i went was um 2000 and i think for me it's i mean grew i grew up here and i never really got close to anyone over there so my family was kind of just here yeah i guess I'm, I'm
0: i say it like i expect you to be going back home as much yeah. as i do but i spent seven years in lebanon yeah like seven years of my life growing yeah, yeah. up there so mike with you that was saskatoon exactly right okay. so i mean
1: i kind of go there and then so my connections aren't really as tight to that yeah. i think we have cousins here and i see them and i'm closer to them and yeah. once in a while for sure i mean if the opportunity came up like i probably would end up going you don't but, even have
0: many people you can kick it with like exactly truly, yeah, like yeah i mean i reason. go there it's yeah. not
1: really like i'm like really hanging yeah, with a lot of people exactly yeah
0: <laughs> Why not take those friends from Saskatoon go to go to Vegas or right, or, or Mexico go have a good time exactly for a yeah. Yeah. yeah so but your parents still go back home yeah or well, your your mom my mom is, is she we, still
1: she tries to go um, a little bit here and there with your
0: dad not being around does she have yeah. that like do you feel like well
1: I think so my brother's in Cleveland I'm here in Edmonton and then we have cousins and stuff and her house is in Saskatoon so I yeah. think she's kind of rotating between the places and kind of spending time everywhere mm-hmm. right now and kind of getting because
0: she's probably still in that mode where mm-hmm. she said bye to her best friend so she's yeah she's still trying to figure out where she wants to live out you know the next 10 20 yeah. years of her life exactly
1: yeah. kind of let the dust settle right so
0: that's cool that she's you know that she she doesn't have to ask for a lot that you can actually oh, yeah. help out with
1: for sure <clears throat> yeah it's so easy it's so nice
0: does she like the lambo <laughs>
1: I think so. I mean, right? she never really like. They probably yeah, hate it. I like, think, why you get this? Yeah, why I do mean, you need this. I think book? the thing. they're it's too small. Like when they try <laughs> yeah. to get into
0: it. When my dad tried to get in my car, he's got to bend down, <laughs> and he just—you could tell the look on his face. Like, why, man? Yeah, why like, <laughs> like, what you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think. Let's I mean, face it. For your mom to jump in your lap, yeah. it wouldn't be the easiest. No, uh, no way. Uh, hurdle to. Yeah. To, to I, overcome.
1: I mean, for me, I think they're just happy. I'm happy, right? Like yeah, they're of just course. happy. Like at the end of the day, that's that's all they want. If you had nothing
0: and you were. Happy, they'd be happy, they'd be right? be happy. Yeah, yeah. That's all they really want, so. yeah. Do you, um, do you recommend? I mean, I always get told that people, or I, I witness, or I know people that go back home and get married. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys get that in, in your culture quite a bit? Being you're Muslim, but you're, yeah. are you, are you Sikh?
1: Uh, no, uh, Pakistani,
0: Pakistani, yeah okay um and and um do you guys get get that also in your culture like mine where they're always like yeah, you just take your own kind they you know how to cook yeah, our food yeah. <laughs> they can talk to your mother you know what i mean yeah. like everybody can get along a little bit better yeah you know sure. and you're thinking ah, i just want to do my own thing with somebody like yeah, yeah you yeah. know it's it's um it's nice to have a separate life you don't always have to be for so sure. community involved you can go to the funerals yeah. and weddings and you know, say hi to a few, yeah, and, yeah, definitely and keep it down to a oh, for sure. I think lots of
1: pros and cons with like you know being part of that community and doing that stuff versus not. I think yeah. there's two different ways, it's obviously. hard to
0: let go culturally because mm-hmm. you know it's just you're, you're going to the mix, it's like water that hasn't yet arrived yeah. to water that's been mixed with oil. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, here we go, like we're getting <laughs> close, you know what I mean? It's just slowly people are mixing. Um, yeah, I think it's easier, but. I want to get your take on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I there is a lot of pressure for you sure. You were married. I was, yeah. yeah. And so I'm currently still going through the divorce process and kind of doing that. Um, and again, I think uh, at the end of the day, I mean, the connections we had, I mean, again, both being Pakistani, both being Muslim, um, they only go so far, right? And I think yeah. there's other things that need to be there to really of course, bond yeah. people together. And of I think course. if you don't have those things, I think that's where it really things can start to like grow apart. And I think that's more important. Then some other things. I think you need to know yourself and kind of what's really important to yourself and mm-hmm. really choose that over anything else. And really, I see a lot of people making decisions on relationships or um, marriage and things like that for the wrong reasons. And they're like, well, you know, culturally, this is a good idea. or Sometimes my it's to please like somebody it. else. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the worst thing you can do, right? Because I yeah. think, um, I mean, the thing for me, kind of at the end of the day, when I was going through my process, was um and i mean i went and like talked to a lot of people and tried to get a grasp on like you know what am i going to do here and it was like a long process it was yeah. like you know a good you know four year build up before yeah. i actually kind of like was like ready to jump off the cliff right yeah. and i had a friend kind of had actually just gone through it before me it was the same same story right it's yeah. like a long time you're hanging over the edge before you pull, cut the rope right and you're kind of yeah. just like yeah. thinking what to do and i think the real <laughs> piece for me that kind of did it was it's it's there's no like there's no normal So whatever world you live in, that's your normal world. So for example, like a kid who lives in child abuse, that's his normal world. And that's what's normal to him. And so in a marriage, you don't
0: want that to be the
1: normal. Yeah. And so, so for me with like, you know, I'm not happy in my marriage. I feel like I'm getting beat down. I feel like I'm not appreciated. And like, I am just living my life and I'm kind of dead and I'm angry all the time. I didn't want my kids to see that and think it's okay for them to see that their like wife can treat them bad and make them feel like that. Especially when
0: they're younger, they're sponges. And
1: I mean, that's what their normal marriage is going to look like. So for me, it was like, I needed to break that cycle and I needed know my kids to know that it's okay to choose happiness and to choose themselves. Yeah. And so that was like Your one of the kids hardest are going to be taken
0: care of no matter oh, what. Yeah. Like you're going to be there as a, as a father. For so sure. um, I always tell people that are going through a divorce mm-hmm. with kids, the kids are going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Some of the best kids I know are the ones mm-hmm. whose parents didn't stay together. Oh, for sure. Like, like truly, like as far as accomplishing things, you know what I mean? Some of them yeah. are the ones that went through the hard times. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I didn't, um, I, I grew up with a, with a, a mom and dad that are still together after. Mm you know, almost 50 years. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to witness. For sure. But that doesn't mean you're going to copy everything. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But in your 30s, having gone through that love phase to going through what you're going through now, um, do you, like we never think when we're falling in love for the first time that, this is it. This is yeah. you know, this is what love feels like and you feel like it'll always be the same yeah. if you find love.
1: But yeah. in your 30s, it's a lot different oh, than yeah. in your 20s. You really have to be sure and everything has to be perfect cuz essentially what you're doing and I mean, I've like a marriage contract in North America is the worst contract you can sign. You literally are gambling 50% of your net worth that you're going to last forever with somebody. You got keep lawyers you oh. know green oh, yeah. up <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, prenup. for sure, prenup, like always. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's such a. There's really no reason. I mean, I was watching this other um I think was a podcast. These guys were talking. It's like you're basically, you know, you're asking the government for permission to be with this person. And then when if it doesn't work out, you need to ask the government again to be okay to not be with this person. Yeah. you like you have parents. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, what's the? I mean, the point of it now for me is like you know I don't know if I really as much believe in like. Um, this concept anymore right and being being really jaded obviously going through the process and it's like it's really difficult your life gets put on hold you know it's really hard on your kids like there's a lot of things that are in play there right so it's difficult now not to say like you can't like fall in love and be with someone and like do that and be that life forever. Um, but I mean to sign a North American contract or sign a contract away yeah. that's gonna put You're you. You're better ever- off
0: doing five business deals. Right, right. <laughs> like you have your better chances oh, there. Seriously, right? You and know? I
1: mean unless I mean and you never know, maybe you find the right person, right? And exactly. Like, and there's there they are, they are some that have been together it's...
0: since fifteen. For sure. And they're just like that's it. They're mm-hmm. they're so bonded that if one of them yeah. dies, the other one's surely die right, right <laughs> after. Like that's how close they are.
1: Exactly. You so know? I think it depends on the person, right? And it's individual a lot, like yeah. in your own personality I think um, with you
0: having kids, it would have had it would have a lot to do with your decision-making mm-hmm. when it comes to that because this is somebody that's not only going to be a part of your life, oh, but for your sure. kid's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean? So now your choice of partner going mm-hmm. forward into the future is is much more um, strategic on, yeah. a, on a take your time sort of level. For sure. You know, where the single guy can rush with, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll take my chances. You know, nobody's yeah. going to meet her anyways. Oh, exactly. You know like what I'm saying? Now I it's can,
1: way more different, like thinking yeah. about them and stuff and like, I remember I told them I'm like, hey guys, if you want at any point you can veto any one of my like, if I'm married, if I'm gonna marry somebody and you don't like them and you say no, I'm not gonna marry him. No. But I was like, hey, I'm gonna but do the your, same thing for you guys dad is not too. gonna bring somebody
0: <laughs> in that's gonna have to get vetoed. Yeah, like you're actually gonna bring the person in. Well, where I mean, they're just the, not sure what's gonna the, happen. The, like you can tell. I
1: would yeah. say this, right? And I think I talked to a friend of mine, and a yeah. friend of mine was like, it's really like I don't, we don't really see how important that is for a kid to hear that to know how important they are to you that you're willing to be like hey listen if this isn't good for you and you're not happy because at the end of the day all said and done blood is thicker than water and it's like i learned that real fast going through my divorce and like figuring all this stuff up um that like at 10 20 years from now if i'm still with this person or not with this person i'm still going to be dad to those kids right and like they're still going to be the ones for me that need to be there right so at the end of the day my decision now is based way more on what they want and how it's going to go and i mean i'm comfortable enough in myself that I can be okay and live my life and get them to a safe point and not have to worry about it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think for me, I think as long as those goals
0: are accomplished, yeah, it's like
1: talk as much as you want. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, and I mean, I have kids, man. I'm like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm not really like stressed out about it. So it's not a big deal. You keep
0: yourself busy with work. Like you got a lot going on. (laughs) Right, like so busy, yeah. Like so, you don't know, even like if somebody was to enter your life now, it'd be like trying to book this podcast with you. It's like, yeah. yeah, man, you gotta get me at uh, Wednesday. We ever done a Wednesday at one o'clock what, or two o'clock podcast? <laughs> no, we haven't.
1: But uh, still hey, appreciate it. Hey, but thanks, uh,
0: uh, you don't have much time, man.
1: Yeah, it's hectic. I mean, even like I mean, it's funny. Like you see the people like closest to me, and they're around me. They're like, man, your brain is just twenty four seven just going, and it's like. Running all the offices and like balancing all that stuff out and starting it. new keeps It is. It's I mean, like, and that's what, like, when I talked to my, um, me and my brother were talking about this, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of what drives me, right? Is the ambition to like do this stuff and to see what we can achieve and like do that. I think that's yeah. what really like keeps me alive and yeah. makes me like happy and really keeps me going, I think. Mm-hmm. So taking that away from me, I think would be something that would be really like a part of me is gone, right? Yeah. And then I'm just not who I am. I think yeah. everything, uh, like we were talking a little bit earlier, um, Everything about me is what makes me who I am and makes me what I am. So yeah. I can't really give up on any of that stuff because yeah. that's just who I am, right? And I think Do you work
0: too much not to see the kids as much as you'd like? So, um... Like kid, are you good at that? Are you good at managing your yes time Yes and them? no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think... Not to put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. Your kids are gonna watch this in a few years and be like, yeah, I knew something was wrong with no, that.
1: <laughs> i th- Um, you know what's funny enough? Going through the divorce and now having it where it's like I have my kids on certain days and she has the kids on other days. Yeah. You really the days you have the kids, you're with the kids and like you're with them and like you're you're all in. And it's so much like, more concentrated. Yeah, and you it's see. It's not them. so wishy washy. Yeah. Because when you're together, it's like fly-by. Oh, for you know sure. You I mean? But
0: now it's like you got the kids. There's no mom around. Yeah. You're you're in charge. You're making there.
1: dinner. You're getting school ready. I you're doing bet you you got
0: to know your kids a lot better that way. Better. Way better. Way better. Way yeah. better. You recommend it. Oh, I yeah. Like if you're not happy. Oh, I. This is what I. What you got to do, man. This is what I say. I yeah. say
1: the best is always you know two two parents together happy and in love i think two parents together unhappy is no good but i think two parents apart happy is better than that so i think either together happy yeah, or apart happy you get to see happy. happy it's just different yeah. times i think that's the thing i think and for kids i th- the biggest thing for them growing up to be okay is if both parents are happy and they're like sort of at peace with each other i think that's the best situation when parents are dragging kids into it saying things to kids and pulling them into it and like yeah. always saying those kind of things that's when kids really get affected you see
0: it happen where where the kid is is being told, you know, what a bad parent one of them is mm. in the absence of the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? During a conversation or a For car sure. drive it's like your mom always does this or your dad always does that. Yeah. And and there's there's a lot of back and forth. Well, like I said the kids are sponges, man, they're mm-hmm. taking that. So you might be separate, but if you're just oh. you're puking on them the, all the hatred shit that's oh, going on yeah. between you and your significant other, or was, yeah. um, that that's spewing onto your kids. So yeah. you might as well stay together and stay unhappy. All right. <laughs> but it's not, so it's not just being apart. Yeah. Like, do you talk shit to your kids about their mom in
1: her absence? Oh yeah, no. I mean, think that's you the, know what like I'm the, saying. Like so as thing. long as you do that, I think it could work. There's out, two huge know? points, two huge things that um, really come up, right? One is when you do that. I think the thing that people don't understand is when you're telling a kid. Like, hey, your dad is this, or your dad's evil, or your dad's gonna go to hell. You're not doing whatever.
0: him any favors. Well, he,
1: he's half the dad, you know what I mean? So yeah. he's gonna be like, half of me is that. Yeah. So now you're telling him, hey, like, half of you is this. and like, But it's not this. done strategically. Oh. She's doing it out of anger, oh, if for that's sure. the case. And then even, so. even the second thing, like, one of my really good friends told me this. He was like, hey, man, you gotta listen. He's like, yeah, think about this. For you, this is just a moment in time, and it's gonna pass. And it's like, you're gonna go through it, it's gonna be over, you're gonna be okay. He's like, for your kids, this is the building blocks of their lives. So everything that's happened to them is so much bigger for them than it is for you.
0: You need to be strong for all parties. You do. Parties. And it's
1: like you got to bite your tongue, you got to yeah. hold it back. I mean, you get angry and like you want to unload sometimes, but it's like you got to be strong for them. Right. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, like that's what's more important than mm-hmm. anything else. So even if one of the partners is doing something and frustrating the other one, it, it doesn't matter. Right. Because yeah. it's all at the end of the day, it's all about them and yeah. kind of giving them those things. And like yeah. you never want anything bad for your kids at the end of the day. Yeah, you always want true. them to be strong. Right. Yeah. So good times. Man. <laughs>
0: I mean we talk about you motivating kids and motivating people mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know you give them something to aspire to and show them that there's a legitimate way of of making it and being successful and being able to help out your your folks your family um, everybody that surrounds your life you make everybody's life a little bit better by being successful in many different ways um, what what are some of the other things that you do to give back because you guys go beyond just mm-hmm. you know giving a sucker to a kid and, <laughs> and letting them sit in your car to motivate them yeah. you you guys help out in, in a Different way you yeah there's, talk about there's that. a
1: there's a program actually um, I think I changed the name I gotta look at the name up real quick of sure. what it's called but it's um it used to be free the children was the name of it and so basically uh, the gist of what they do is um they'll basically build like schools in third world countries and they'll build like wells for drinking water and they'll provide education to all these kids and so we were kind of thinking about um what uh, what to do and how to kind of give back let me look these guys up so I can get this name right so yeah, it's like it's called yeah. we.org now, and so basically, okay. um, the the way we looked at it, right, was like we were like, okay, we want to do something, we want to give back, and again, having when kids, you say Wees, it's just you, just or me. You? I always say We because I talk about my team, right, and I talk about everybody, and yeah. I don't like but you that. don't
0: have a lot of partners. You handle it's all just this, me. Like, yeah,
1: I have one one partner in two of the offices that yeah. I work in, and the rest is um, me doing <laughs> you it. You got right? to number eleven. You're like, yeah. I think I need a little bit of help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like- um, so we uh, looked at this idea, and it was like. Um, how can we inspire these kids and do something, right? So we looked at this program, and so it was actually started by this uh, Canadian uh, guy that was—he was young, he was like in the like early teens—and he read this article, and then he went to India and saw all the child laborers and stuff, and wanted to start something. So he built this company out how of Vancouver. How old was he? He was probably, I think, twelve or fourteen. Like
0: building this company out of Vancouver, yeah, like a Crazy. charitable like thing. Crazy. It's huge
1: now. Um, <clears> and so he—he he really. So when we heard about it, I thought about it, and we started looking at it. We thought, okay, what we can do is we'll build this program where we'll get every person that starts treatment in our office, we're gonna donate a portion of their treatment towards um, this this cause. And so after we get enough people that sign up and we get enough money, we can give that to the company and they'll build a school in a different country. So we built, I think, over five, six schools now in different countries all wow. over the world. And so it's a way we've noticed that it kind of connects those kids and makes them think about the greater world and what's all around them and how much more they can help. And like, I mean, we complain about a lot of stuff here and like we have all these first world problems and it's like, oh, yeah. my Fi doesn't work in my room yeah. and like yeah. all these things, right? But it's like at the end of the day- Wi
0: Fi goes away for a minute. What do you mean it doesn't yeah, work in right? your room? <laughs> Just a glitch in the system yeah. is a, to set you off right. shooting up schools. It's crazy. <laughs> you know? And so I think
1: there's so much to be grateful for and there's so much for us to be thankful for. And being able to kind of get kids to think about that or people yeah. to connect to that and kind of think about those yeah. things, I think is really important for us, right? So we What really, have you raised?
0: Because this this must have cost a lot of money. Oh,
1: man. Uh, like probably like at least like 100,000 or something like that more than that even. Yeah. Because like, we do it consistently. We're always kind yeah. of upping it. And is every this time an we get,
0: annual thing? Like how long did it take you to Yeah. Every that?
1: every year or so we're doing one, right? Okay. So we're trying to keep the numbers going up and keep the schools cool. going every time we get cool. one to kind of keep it going. That's great. Yeah. That's
0: so. a lot. That's a lot to, to on top of all your businesses. Yeah, you guys are, are are doing these these things where you're giving back and charities and all sorts of stuff. That's uh, yeah. You definitely yeah. should stay single for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's, I uh, mean,
1: it's it's funny. Like, I mean, even talking to my um, even my mom's like and people around me, like whoever is gonna end up like. Like the person that I could kind of be find. Be a long
0: distance person. It would have
1: to, they'd have to understand like how busy this life is and how much I They I've have to be just like, as busy. Yeah. And they need to be. It that's all be they like, need. You can't they, don't, like, they can't be waiting for you. Yeah, and It's that's,
0: just, are you busy? I'm busy. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it we kind know. of works, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to find a busy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not in the same field, not in the uh, anything yeah. to do with that. It could be just somebody that's as devoted to their career as you are. Yeah. So they understand that, hey, if I only get to see him, you know, uh, uh, for a few hours every two days, then that's our time together. For sure. Back yeah. to the concentrated, Yeah, you know, um, setting of the time because it works with kids, it works with relationships, works with your car. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah, yeah. If you were to start sleeping in the Lambo, I bet you'd get sick of that car yeah. so quick, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The fact that it's uh, in moderation is mm-hmm. what you're looking for. Yeah. So um, that's great that you give back the way you do and and, and it's not just all uh, all show no go. You go mm-hmm. when, when when you have to and you've obviously been busy. When do you intend on slowing down? What's the, uh, what's the <laughs> retirement number? Are you looking at 50 or looking at, oh. do you even want to retire? I mean, that's, a, that.
1: that's the thing, I mean, for me, it was like, as long as I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, I'm going to keep doing it. And I said if it ever became like a chore and it was work, then I'd be like, okay, I got to stop and do something else. So for yeah. me right now, um, it's it's not really about an end number or end goal or anything yeah. like that. It's sort of just to see what we can do and like how far we can take it. I think we're kind of getting into uncharted territory with what we're doing in dentistry and like how we're trying to grow. What we're trying to grow, so I don't know. It's hard for me to answer that question because I'm enjoying it and I love it, and so it still makes me excited and gets me excited to get up and get to work yeah. and do things. Um, so until that stops, I mean, I'd probably just keep going and see how far I could do it. I mean, and I mean, the nice thing about the way things happen is like as you get bigger and like you that's a, you really build in systems and it makes things kind of run. You kind of get things more passively running and you can kind of yeah. manage things from a distance. So your 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 style of work changes. So I, but in the beginning of my career. I was, probably way more in the clinic, treating patients, working yeah. on that. Now it's transitioning more to the management side and running things and kind of overseeing things and training and that kind of stuff. So it's just an evolving thing that just kind of keeps going. And I mean, we'll see what happens, right? I mean, um, do I ever think I could be like 100% retired? I don't know. I don't think no, if probably that's, it's just the personality, right? And I think yeah. you always want to be doing something. You just want to kind of go, maybe not working full time, I guess, Or but I mean, we'll see, right?
0: Speaking of things that, that have changed, how far have you seen braces come? like mm-hmm. we we're talking about braces the reason i was asking when when it started because i know at the yeah. very beginning oh. braces were probably Horrible. something you don't want in your yeah. mouth was, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, people I were afraid say, to kiss it, somebody yeah. with braces is yeah. there yeah. any
1: like scientific advances that oh, uh, yeah. like happened oh with there like, is we just want to yeah. i just want to know more about for them. sure i think i mean thinking back even like you know 20 30 years to now like there was like you know when we were in in high school right like yeah. kids with headgear and like yeah. crazy braces. they had one of these on yeah right it was just brown it's a real hard sell yeah. now. That is right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So the, we're going way back. Yeah, like. so there's definitely technology advantage. I mean, the big, like, biggest thing, I think, is this whole Invisalign braces thing, right? Yeah, where they're invisible now. They use now. The clear to straighten so, how your does teeth. that stuff work? It's basically a, a series of trays. I mean, each tray is a little bit straighter than the last one. Oh, okay. So, progressively, you get like a set of 20, a very or 30 thin of them. Tray? Yeah, a really thin. Pl- it's almost like a night guard or It just looks like your teeth just got shinier. Yeah, and okay. then you just wear it and strategically kind of slowly, slowly, slowly kind of gets you there, right? At night. I think. Oh, you full-time. You're wearing it all the time. Full-time. Yeah. And you is take it out it, when you is, drink anything. Okay. So I is take, it easy to take out? Yeah, Some you get, of them you get better at out, it. it's, uh, it's The first kind of like probably month is a little bit rough, getting used to it. Yeah, but then I did after it after, you're after you're an it.
0: accident and take it out yeah. every night or you know what I mean? Just uh, Yeah. Uh, I went to the dentist uh, recently and um, saw one of the girls and I was being helped out and she goes, what do you use to brush your teeth? I said, I got like uh, power tools. I got like the one that vibrates. I got a <laughs> yeah. cheap one. She goes, you're pushing way too hard oh yeah <laughs> and she's telling me that my gums are a little bit oh they're going um, up, hey? they're going up. Yeah, yeah and i always thought it was a good thing to like mm. really brush your teeth like i brush it like i'm an alligator yeah, yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> not knowing the damage i'm doing yeah, yeah. so she says slow that down For sure. don't be pushing so hard you need to just yeah. kind of just a light scrub then i realized that's really all you need yeah. it's the flossing that you're going hard on yeah, yeah. but the actual brushing is it? Are you so just supposed to go lighter? Is she, Yeah, you Has she be, lost her mind? No, with this no. Advice? And,
1: and you know what? Honestly, dentists, hygienists, dental assistants, anyone in the dental field have the same problem because we all brush way too much and way too hard. Yeah. So it's like you definitely you brush your be. teeth. Uh, well, I'm like two, two times a day kind of two thing. Two times a day. Yeah, okay. I should probably floss more. I would like <laughs> <laughs> <I'd But> say <laughs> you're a dentist. The um, but yeah, you want to be kind of gentle with it. You yeah. don't want to go too hard because you can really push the gums and get them to recede and stuff. Yeah. So you don't want to be doing that. Yeah. So yeah, she's correct. And probably she use a softer good. toothbrush. And like there's, there's sometimes even the really powerful, like the advanced ones, yeah. have pressure indicators yeah. on like how hard you're pressing. A little and all vibrations fine, but just yeah, <clears> yeah <clears> not be pushing yeah. the gums back. It's <laughs> slamming it right in there.
0: Do you uh, how about was I was this at your shop? What's what's your clinic called?
1: Uh, it's called pure orthodontics is the
0: orthodontics. And this is, uh, all the locations are called that?
1: No. So there's, um, so. Is there eight of them that are pure orthodontics? How many do we got now? So we got six, uh, orthodontic offices and we're opening a seventh one in Calgary. So there's basically three in Edmonton, one Short Park, one Leduc, one in Red Deer right now. Oh, and now you get to drive. Yeah, it's good times. And (laughs) then we have,
0: uh. Now the Lambo's explained. See, now. I want (laughs) to get there in an hour. I don't want to drive three hours like everybody else. (laughs)
1: Uh, and then there's, um, uh five dental offices. So like there's mm-hmm. two in the Duke, one in Sherwood, uh, two in the West End. And they're all just named neighborhood names kind of for the areas. So.
0: From now on, I'm going to walk in there and just ask them for the beehive discount. Yeah. okay. We like bring the video along. Use the with code. So they, yeah, exactly. Code. This is the code. Beehive 10. <laughs> yeah. Beehive. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. All, all this, uh, uh, all the success and, 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 uh, and everything that you have going on especially still being close to your brother mm. and, and your mom and your kids i hope all of that just continues to grow for you yeah and uh i'd be looking forward to just touching base with you later on and, and having another talk or doing what we were talking about earlier yeah that'd be interesting um, for sure because the guys want a little bit of a or you know what scratch all that If if we did a good enough job where you wanted to use a minute or two of it as a promotional video i don't mm-hmm. know how much you spend on advertising but if you ever want to use something like that um we i could like spin it and take like a um a business side to it yeah. like do it so <laughs> good where it's like hey man we should use a couple of these yeah videos. yeah that'd be great no. i wanted to ask uh what yeah. do you think chris sorry this yeah, is yeah, this no, is that's... a lot of chris's work no no i'm talking like it's me doing it it's, it's really <laughs> yeah no good i one. agree i agree with you okay
1: i wanted to ask what made you want to be a dentist hmm. good question um the best question and is also, uh, from and, chris probably. and also like, how was that grind
0: going to university and yeah. changing cities and countries? Yeah, 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 How did
1: that affect you? And what uh, made you, like, what was your why that kept you? Yeah, yeah. Was it like your family, yourself, or? It was so great question. <laughs> so, um, so,
0: Chris, do you want to switch, switch spots real quick? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so, for me, it's really interesting. So, um, I got to back up a little bit and give you the background mm-hmm. to kind of lead to it. So, um, so growing up in Saskatoon and being like a Pakistani Muslim and like in the community, it was like you had to be like doctor, engineer. That's it. Like there's no option. Like either. You and there wasn't a lot things. of you guys in that no, community. No, it's a small community. Yeah. Right? And so then, so my dad's brother lived in Prince Albert. He had three, four kids and all four of them became doctors. My older brother, he became a physician too. Those so, family functions must oh, man, be awesome. It's geez. like, what are
0: you going to be? It's like, um... <laughs> A podcaster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you're going to dental school. Yeah.
1: So it was like it was like, you know, the whole time you're just born and bred. Like you gotta be a doctor, you gotta be a doctor, you gotta be a doctor. Yeah. And so you're doing the things, going through the emotions, doing all that stuff. And I remember for me it was really interesting. And I didn't really realize it till after it was over. But it was like I like after two years of university, I applied like everybody else, didn't get in. And then, you know, in third year applied again, didn't get into medicine again. Fourth year again, applied, didn't get in. And then you know, and then went into masters. So there's a lot of rejection. Oh man, tons. It's and It just was that, like there's I mean, so many th-
0: people that are applying for it. And- it was,
1: it, it was so, it, it's super competitive for sure. Yeah. And it was like, for me looking back now, I, I think of it as a blessing because of what happened and it kind of all that stuff.
0: Isn't it always thing, a blessing oh, at the end of it's, the day? And you don't realize it at the time, yeah, but of it's course.
1: like being able to go through, like that rejection and getting defeated that strong and then being able to come back from that is one of the hardest things for anyone to do. And I think that's where a lot of people. Taper off is like they'll get to a point, they'll get defeated, and then just just stop, and that's it, and they just give up. So I've always was just determined to do it, and I just kept going, and I never stopped believing. I think that's one of the things, like, is that for some weird reason for me, I really believe in this, this, the power of your mind, and the power of belief, and the power of like um, what you think of, you can achieve. And so I just kept believing forward out there, and what you create in your mind, yeah. And so um, you attract what you think. Yeah, the secret, that whole thing, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: It's great. You ever tried the parking spot?
1: Yeah, yeah I totally yeah. do that. It, it always totally works. works, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> need a little bit of a bigger spot with the Lambo, yeah, but you know right. what I mean. I, 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 a bike spot, I, and I say it not. works. I'm like, yeah, you the not. secret.
1: I visualize the Lambo. Kid you not? Yeah, kid, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Guaranteed. You sat yeah. back in your Toyota, <laughs> or whatever. Them, right? <laughs> and it was like so. And then eventually, I got to like you know this point, and I was like, I started thinking about my life, and like I was I was like thinking about getting married, and then. Uh, We're getting married, and I was like, you know, I need to kind of think about what I really want. And I started thinking about myself and not thinking about other people at this point, right? Because, again, it was like, you know, family pressures, this and that, and, like, medicine, medicine, medicine. So I started looking at stuff, and I was like, I always knew I liked health sciences, and I was always a fan of that. And then one of my – I basically looked into dentistry, right? And it was like, um, basically – it was one of those things where it was like it gives you a good lifestyle for your like family life and you can have the business side of things and you can kind of like you're not on call and you still do a good, make a good wage and it's like you're um you're still in health sciences. So I was like, you know, this isn't a bad idea. I'm going to look into it. So I started researching it more and I talked to some friends who had already become dentists. They started telling me more and more about the stuff. They started explaining to me about the different specialties and things like that. And so that kind of opened my eyes to the whole like plan. I was like, hey, you know what? This isn't a bad idea. So then I applied to it and got in like right away, got into three schools, got to pick what school I wanted to. Mm-hmm. and then. Basically, you know, once I was going through school, I started looking at the different specialties, got really interested in ortho, and then kind of went into the ortho thing and went that route. And so then, it was a gradual,
0: yeah. inclined to... And
1: it was it was nice in the sense that like, I kind of kept picking and choosing what I wanted to, and I was doing it for myself at that point and seeing what I wanted to do to achieve. And I knew I wanted to do more and like push myself to get there, to get mm-hmm. to that final point. And it was so one your why
0: was wanting to have your own family and get married and move yeah. on and, and
1: just be like, as, really be as cheesy as it sounds, it's like just to be a man and like take care of your family and take yeah. care of everyone, right? Yeah. And to grow up. Yeah. And it was like I needed to like do that for myself to kind of get me there. Um, and so it was like one of those things that it just kind of evolved as I went. But I mean the biggest thing now that i'm so thankful for was that i failed so many times Mm -hmm. in the beginning and that nothing worked and it was losing and it was like you're just like basically kind of like at zero every time and you have to start and do it all over again and then getting destroyed again
0: same same thing the other way when you're when you're giving off happiness Mm -hmm. you're giving off all that energy if i if if you know uh, a girlfriend or a wife or, or or you know a kid calls you or your mom and asks how your day is and you explain how your day was great yeah. and then your best friend calls and you explain how your day was again yeah. then I call by the time I call it's like listen man it was a good day <laughs> yeah. You're like you know what I mean yeah. so you only have so much energy whether mm. it's good or whether it's bad oh, for sure. you know what I mean yeah. energy is such a vital commodity to have more yeah. than your material things oh, more. Way more. You, you know what I mean even more than spirituality it's your energy that yeah. you're putting forward to something yeah. And and when people drain that out of you it's like
1: oh, oh yeah and I think that's the thing now like but going, it doesn't seem like you like would to, let that, oh, it's, you know. And it's it, it, going back to the the like my my, my, my divorce situation and stuff. Yeah. It's like you really see going through that process, like the what's people important. and what's important, right? And then it's it's been a blessing now, honestly. I have like a lot of people around me now. Um, they're just really positive and really supportive, right? Like I have a new girlfriend. She's been really positive and supportive. I have a lot of friends now that I have met that they've all been positive and really supportive. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that's. Really, you notice and really see a lot more. And then you see sort of people in the past that you were around, how negative they are, and all the drain, yeah. and all the energy it took out of you to do right. that, right? And I think it's just not healthy at some point.
0: But you need to go through that to figure the other side out, right? 100%. Could you have known what you know now had you not gone through some never, of these things? Never. Yeah. Right? Some of those things. Or like, you might be learning it, but in a few yeah, more years. Right? It's like, uh, yeah, you know.
1: There's this analogy we always use of like, you live in this bubble, right? And it's like you live in this world and you only know what's in that world. And eventually you'll evolve and grow outside of that world. And then yeah. you can look back into the world and see. And okay. You see it for what it is, yeah, and you see how you were, and this how people tiny were. part of you, yeah, of and you. then you just keep going, right? Yeah. And it's infinite. So, I mean, even now at the stage I'm at, I'm sure like another year, two years, three years, I'm gonna look back and be like, Wow, I was doing this. You'll be learning like in your 60s, 70s. All. Your dad
0: was still learning, God rest his soul. For your sure. dad was still learning yeah. even days before he passed on. Yeah, you're always learning. That's the idea, that's the purpose, that's your that's everybody's why, yeah, besides the otherwise that we yeah, have, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. That should be. Omar Omar signing off <laughs> with Omar Hussein yeah uh, try saying that 10 times <laughs> uh, I appreciate you coming down yeah, man um, uh, I do want to I do want to see you at, uh, um, at at the clinic or just at an outing or if you want to grab a coffee absolutely and uh, I want to talk more about what some of the projects that these guys have and might be working on because I think you might like it yeah and it might only take a few hours of your day even though those are vital hours uh, I promise you it'll uh, it'll be something that you'll appreciate yeah so that sounds we'll, great. we'll 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 plan it for another time, but thanks for coming, man. Yeah, appreciate thank it. you, appreciate it. Can we uh can we uh, take the the Lambo uh, around the block in a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the Crescent? Do you yeah. have winter tires on that. I do. There's okay. Oh, you, you can get winter Europe. tires for it. <laughs> like That's in all the cool.
1: in all the Aventadors in like the world, this gonna be one of the only ones with winter tires. How many are there in the city? Oh, I uh, I'd probably say like 10, 15 maybe. Yeah, in there somewhere. Yeah, ballpark.
0: Well, if you see a black one leaving the north side today, Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, or no, this will be well. You know what? We'll be released on Wednesday. So okay. if you see it leaving the block today on Wednesday, that's Amr going home. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank also, you. Man, thanks so much. Good to see you. Appreciate thank it. Thank you
1: so yeah. much.